0: Fighting against the woke establishment, rhino republicans, and anyone else that stands in his way. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on Red Future Radio. Hello and welcome. I hope all of you had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful weekend. It is Monday, April 17th. It's nice to be, uh, you know, starting off the week. You gotta look forward. I know it's Monday. But, uh, you gotta look forward to the wonderful week And the weekend, You can't beat the weekend Uh, I hope everybody's weekend was good Like I said, I had a good weekend Um, hung out with some friends on Friday Some old high school friends And, uh, it was a good time And then Saturday did the same thing Um, Sunday got to hang out with the fam bam And, uh, chop it up And, uh, I meant to ask my bro What's going on with turkey hunting That's one thing I did forget to ask him Now that I think about that, but, uh I need to ask him about that. I mean, that guy, he gets into the turkey hunting stuff bad. He gets into all the other hunting stuff real bad. But uh, I guess youth season was this weekend, so he was doing that with the old youth. It's good to get the youth out there to hunt and learn how to use a gun and kill an animal. But, uh, yeah, that's coming up, so I'm sure he'll ask if I want to go do that. So, yeah, it would be interesting. But, uh, yeah, the weekend was good. The weekend was good. I hope all of yours weekend was good as well. Uh The the weather though, yo, let's talk about the weather Um I was so, so thankful for Nice weather But Sunday, dude, I was like What is this? It, it really almost Makes you want to believe that they control the weather 100% <laughs> I mean, you come from 85 degrees Or 89 degrees, I don't know what it was I heard it was almost record high Now you're back into the whipping winds And 50 degree weather I was, you know Doing my chores, changing the ducks, uh, water and feed and my chickens and like, ugh, it was so cold out there. My hands were wet. But yeah, the weather was awesome. we got to be thankful for that. Get through this week and uh, hopefully the more weather uh, comes up and it's a lot better in the future. Obviously, we're almost there. But uh, as you can see, we got the Blackout Coffee sweatshirt on. That's our sponsor of the show. We thank them so much. Uh, thank you, Blackout Coffee, for supporting the show. And uh, if you would like to support the show and get some wonderful coffee or some merch or some hot chocolate, they got some wonderful hot chocolate. I'm a big hot chocolate drinker, honestly. Uh, if I walk into a coffee shop, hot chocolate with whipped cream, please. please, That's what I'm getting. But anyway, uh, use promo code TSMS when you go to Blackout Coffee. Uh, you can put that in there. And uh, it'll help support the show and give you a little discount. So make sure you do that. It would help out the show financially if you'd like to. But uh, let's go ahead and get into what we're going to be talking about today on the show. This is episode 107. We're thankful to be here. We're thankful to be back. And uh, there's not a lot going on. Um, I mean, there. I guess there is, but on the show today, there's not a lot. I mean, we're going to go ahead and talk about. the national anthem, and honestly, like, does it have any meaning anymore? And, you know, what we sh- what we should, you know, take out of the, uh, you know, singing and-, and standing for the national anthem. And uh, the second thing is going to be the gloves are obviously off in Ohio's ninth District, 9th Congressional District. Um, there's a race coming up, obviously, in 2024. And Craig Riedel, like I've said, is back. Um, J.R. Majewski is back. And this gentleman, by the name of uh, Wolskinski Wolinski, Uh, it's going to be a tough one. It's about like Majewski, honestly. Um, And uh, he's going to be running too. His name's Dan Wolinski, um, I believe. But he's going to be running, so uh, it's going to be it's going to be exciting to see what uh, goes on there. Because he made a tweet or something on Facebook recently that you know Craig tweeted at Jr. And then now Dan's treating or, or you know posting Basically calling them both out So it's it's going to be an interesting race Obviously the gloves are off uh, Craig, and, uh, Craig and Jr went after it At a few events And it was fun to watch Because J.R. has that type of uh, uh, Mojo or just You know stance where he's not going to take no crap From uh, anyone Especially when you're a rhino uh, Scumbag and uh, at the events, you know, he would call out Craig right to his face, and I loved it, and the people loved it. And that's exactly why JR won, won by a lot, you know, a couple thousand votes. So I think that's what you're going to see in the next race here. But it's going to be also interesting to see what happens. Um, and then uh, the last thing politically that we're going to be talking about today and this last thing overall, uh, other than the verse of today, is – when will the Ohio Secretary of State, Frank LaRose, announce that he's running for Senate? Because we all know it's going to happen. I'm, I, I mean, unless there's some type of deal with Dolan, right, or Bernie Moreno. But um, in my opinion, I see it happening just the way he's been acting. So um, be looking forward to that. We're going to be going ahead and talking about Frank LaRose and also, too, why we should not be voting for him at all. Not even to be your Secretary of State. The dude's a loser. But all right, we've got to move on to the verse today because we gotta get some Jesus Christ into our life because yes, we do sin and uh you know it's important to get him into our lives because we gotta make sure we're putting him at the forefront and you know, all that, you know, all that stuff in life, uh, you know, is is trying to be fulfilled and you can't do it alone and all that great stuff. So we gotta get Jesus into our life, and it's just something that, you know, in my heart I feel that I, I I need to do. So when we do the show we do that. So yeah, we'll be saying the verse today. All righty. So let's go ahead and get into, uh, does our, our, our national anthem mean anything anymore? And obviously, a lot of you are like, what the hell's that question, right? Like, obviously, it should mean something, right? Should mean, you know, everything, especially when it comes to, like, our nation and, uh, you, know, some, you know, something that we are, uh, you know, it's like a, a, a memorable thing, you know, you do it before the football games, you know, the flyovers, you know, it's a, it's a big deal. Uh, to me anyway, and I believe it is a big deal to a lot of other people as well but um there's an incident I guess it wasn 't really an incident right um but there's a situation i guess I was at a uh high school ball game, and i won 't even stir up the drama or uh even mentioned you know what team or what high school I was at uh because it really doesn't matter. Because I believe whatever happens or whatever whatever happened, obviously, I believe would be fixed or is getting fixed. But, um, but so you know, obviously, this is what happened, and and it's it's it really pisses me off to talk about it because uh, it just makes you wonder, like, you know, what, what is our country and and society coming to? But also, too, people might be like, dude, that's not even that big of a deal. You're you're tripping. But anyway, we're at the uh, we're at the ball game, right? And they tell everybody to rise and stand and uh, for the playing of the national anthem and respect for the soldiers and whatnot. So apparently they're having some technical difficulties in getting the um, you know, buffer to buff and to load the video of the Star Spangled Banner on YouTube or whatever, you know, platform they're using. So, obviously, they took about 30 seconds to a minute, I'd say, to wait for the video to load, and it didn't load. So they basically said, all right, whatever, we'll just play ball. And, you know, me, being the guy that I am, I'm like booing, uh, telling them, you know, that's terrible. What are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, you should be, we can at least sing the national anthem, right, as a group, as a whole, you know, as a community, as a people. You know what I mean? As Americans, uh, let's just sing it with our vocal cords, um, you know, obviously I could have been the person to, you know, start off the whole, you know, uh singing or whatever, but you know, I didn't and uh you know, that's something that made me upset. But it's almost like, you know, why don't you take the precautions and, you know, the extra step or whatever it may be to make sure that that video is being able being 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 able to be played. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 crazy. Uh and this is what's crazy to me. You know, again, people might say I'm tripping, but I I mean, I I just think it's. I think the national anthem means a lot more to a lot of other people, and it it shouldn't just be something that. Oh, if we can't, if we can't play it over the loudspeaker, we can't play it over the uh, the intercom or whatever you want to call that stuff. uh, We can't do it at all. Um, I think that's just nonsense. But uh, you know, they're able to play other types of songs in between innings. You know what I mean? So that's also like, what the heck? You know what I mean? So you can't load the national anthem, and uh, we, can't, we can't play the national anthem over the, the PA, but we, we can play these other songs now, obviously they're downloaded to the phone, I'm sure you know what I mean, so you don't have to, to load them or buff them or whatever. but like how hard is it to download the star Single banner? You know, it's not. Um, it's probably just something that they didn't care to do, and you know as, as, as Americans, we should be pretty disappointed in that. And, you know, it just hurt me because I I know people that serve. I'm sure there's people that watch the podcast that serve and that have served. And, you know, this is like uh, a a big deal uh, when it comes to just the respect and patriotism and the love for our country, you know. I mean, people can say whatever they want about America, but I tell you what, I wouldn't want to be any other place than this place. I mean, the freedoms that we have, the ability to do whatever we want, I mean— um, the food, the endless supply of food, the endless supply of water. You know what I mean. Obviously, different parts of America are different, but as an overall, as an overall, America is the most financially stable country, is the most prosperous country, and obviously is the most resourceful country in the whole entire world. And we have to be grateful for that. We have to remember, you know, also who has died and sacrificed their lives to to make sure we have the freedom to go to a ballpark and and, you know to have a a nice civilized you know um coordinated game to where there's not corruption or you know madness happening or you know shots being fired or, or war going on in the background who knows you know what i mean like we have a very organized, very good society here in, in the West, and we have to make sure that we remember you know, what it took to get this and also to who is trying to take it away from us because there also is a lot of people out there that are trying to take this civilization away from us, trying to take our freedoms away from us. And just to be able to stand up and sing the national anthem is a privilege, and people don't understand that that privilege can be taken away, you know, like anything else. So we have to make sure that, you know, just because you're, just because your microphone isn't working or your PA system isn't working or whatever, and you're starting a varsity, you know, baseball game or any type of varsity sporting event or any type of sporting event. I mean, you're playing, I mean, start as low as you want to go, you know, so we can, uh, you know, raise up kids to be Patriots and to like, and to, and to love and to sing the national anthem to know the words. Um, I think it's important, and, you know, I just wished that, you know, things would have been different, and I guess I wish maybe I would have acted different, but, dude, I was very, very upset. I think a lot of other people should have been as well, Um, but, you know, people, I mean, it's hard for anybody to speak out nowadays, it seems, and I get it, like, I guess I get it, you know. I want to say I get it. I might not, like, I don't know. I half get it, I guess you want to say whatever, you know, because, like, literally people can think whatever they want. And like, I know a lot of people think a lot of things about a lot of people, but I mean, that's your, that's their opinion. It, it really doesn't have that much an effect on how you should live your life or, you know, how you should go out your business. If, if you have something, if you're upset about something, if something is, is doesn't sit right with you or doesn't sit right in your heart, you know, obviously you have the right and, you know, you should speak out against it. Or speak out of, you know, whatever just happened, you know. And it's not like you're trying to shame anybody for what just happened. But, like, you got to bring awareness to, yeah, that was not okay. And, you know, uh, I guarantee you vets and other people, you know, probably just would have been disappointed in that school that did that. And, uh, you know, it's it's tough. And, uh, you you know, you just want better for our kids. You want better for the school. You want better for our vets. You know, the people that, you know, actually. Excuse me went and sacrificed their life for that freedom, you know, for us to be able to, you know, say, Hey, you know, we'd like to, uh, we'd like to go out and play ball. You know, we'd like to go to ice cream on Sunday. We'd like to go to church on Sunday. We'd like to go vote, you know, I mean, you could just name the freedoms and the list would be endless, you know, that we have in this country. So, and obviously they're being taken away. I'm not saying America, you know, is, 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 is on the right path or anything, or we're riding off into the sunset. Absolutely not. Uh, we have a lot of work to do. We just got to make sure we don't lose that, um, you know, strength and, and pride and, and stuff in our nation. You know, anytime uh, the national anthem being sung, you know, don't be a, don't be afraid to mumble the words or, you know, be patriotic because it, I think it means a lot more than uh, what people are trying to, you know, say or make it mean. And uh, also too, I mean, all these patriotic people, all these uh, conservatives, were so pissed when Colin Kaepernick or Kaepernick <laughs> uh, was kneeling during the national anthem. But yet, you know, a lot of those same people at that ball field, you know, was okay with, oh, the PA is not working, so just just screw it. Technology runs our runs our or runs our lives. If we can't do anything without technology, right? that's almost what it seems like is happening or happened there. And, uh, it was kind of disappointing, disappointing. But, um, in my opinion, the national anthem means everything, you know, it's, it's almost like refreshing, you know, it's almost like going to church. I, I said to someone, uh, it's almost like going to church. It's like, it feels like you're being cleansed, right? When you get to stand up and say the national anthem, it gives you a little bit of pride in your heart and, you know, because honestly, there's there's things that you're never going to do again once you do them. There's things, or excuse me, I should rephrase this better. You're going to have a last time for everything. There's going to be some things that you're going to do for the last time. And, you know, I just cherish that moment every time. You know, people can, again, say you're tripping or you're weird for for really liking the national anthem this much. But I think it's a very soothing um uh, joyful thing that I get to get get to you know t- pick tar- or partake in and uh, you know I really do enjoy it so um, I was very disappointed and I hope that you know this never happens again in the school obviously I uh, gave my two cents and my opinion and uh, I, I hope that it doesn't happen again now you know if it doesn't you know whatever but um, you know we we can do what we can do and uh you gotta speak out and you gotta say stuff and don't be afraid to, you know. A lot of people are worried about, you know, how people judge them or what people think about them and all that stuff, and I really don't care, you know. Um obviously I don't wanna be doing stuff to you know, like you, you want people to know want people to uh care about what they think of you, obviously. But when it comes to standing out for something like the national anthem, if you're really upset about me, being upset that we didn't play it to where you know you're booing you're booing coaches and you're booing people in this in, the, in uh, that are part of the PA system and you're mad about me doing that then like whatever <laughs> you know go cry somewhere else because I really don't care um, I I I, I would have done everything the same as I did there and honestly this is why we need a camera all the time I need a producer I need a cameraman would be the best because you know people would have got to see in real time what happened, and it would be much easier to explain. But uh, the national anthem is so important, and I hope all of you guys, you know, take that, you know, and realize that it is. Yeah, we should, you know, we should never let this happen. And something like that happens, I'll make sure to you know sing myself. I'm not the greatest singer, honestly. It's like terrible, but um, you know, we'll still take that effort to sing and uh, you know make sure that. The people who served and died for our country are respected, which they ultimately deserve 100%. I mean, there's nothing that I can give these uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen that served and died, men and women that served and died and fought and just served. There's nothing I could give them uh, to make up for what they did, in my opinion. You know, So I appreciate all of you out there that served. I love all of you out there that served. I mean, like I said, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can... Re- there's, there's, yeah, it's speechless. It really makes you speechless for what they go through. But you know, I appreciate it, and I know there's a lot of other people out there that that do too. And um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna try to try to you know keep people alive when it comes to loving our country and and, and giving thanks to the people who serve. But you know, there's only so much you can do as one person but you got to make sure in those moments you got to speak out you got to make sure your voice is heard because it's so important because you know little things like that do make change they, they actually do but our, all right moving on to the next section section 2 we're already 20 minutes in um, I'll try to, I'll try to cut this at uh, a 30 minute episode you know obviously these single episodes we like to we like to short them you know, to make them 30, because I, I know a lot of you got a lot of stuff going on, and you like to listen to other people, and it's important that you listen to other people. And I don't, I mean, uh, you know, whoever, listen to whoever, it don't matter. But, um, um, you know, I try not to listen to as much music anymore, because, you know, music is good, it's good for the soul, but like, it doesn't give you a lot of information about, you know, things, about things in the world and whatnot. So, you know, it just, it makes you, uh, I don't know, I try to listen to a lot of podcasts, but You know, keep these things short and, uh, you know, get all this information in here. It's good. So I'll try to keep it under, you know, 30 minutes, do my best. But we're going to be talking about the the ninth congressional race, obviously, here. The new candidate that has announced. um, I know I said something in the first episode, I believe, uh, about a businessman. This is him, Mr. Wozinski. It's kind of crazy. You know, I hate to be that conspiracy theorist out here. And uh, don't mind if I take a drink. I hate to be that conspiracy theory out here, conspiracy theorist out here, and say, oh, look, the, uh, the globalists, the powers that be, put somebody in there to look um, like J.R. J. Majewski's name. Uh, so it'll throw off the people, and uh, they'll end up voting for him over J.R. And, and help Craig, uh, you know, split the vote and win. <laughs> so that would be interesting. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not there yet. I, I'm, you know, if I honestly believe that, I I'd let you guys know on the show. But, you know, you just gotta throw those things out there, those little teasers. But anyway, uh he he's in the race and it and it seems like he's pretty pretty wound up. Pretty wound up. So there's this one thing I'd like to show you, um screen share. And I figured out the screen share a little bit more for you guys, um, so it so it kinda helped me out. So that's good. But anyway, we uh we go to uh, his page over here his Facebook page let me screen share here, sorry was looking at the computer for too long but anyway, you screen share here and this is his Facebook page so if you got Facebook, I, I couldn't find a Twitter page I really didn't look at the hardest um, you know, you type in that and you should find it but anyway, uh, you got old Craigie here and uh, he put this uh, I wish I knew the date on there I think it was a couple of days ago, maybe last week but he said, I welcome J.R. Majewski to the race, which Craig was in the race first, this race. But when you go, you know, back to 2022, it was J.R. first. So it's kind of weird that Craig's even saying this, right? It's like one of those political talking points. I welcome J.R. Majewski to the race, but we can't afford any more proven losers. Any more proven losers. It's tough right there. We have to beat Capture. And I am the only conservative fighter who can win. All right. Let's just pick some of this stuff out here. Uh, we can't afford any more proven losers. Craig, you are a proven loser. 100% proven loser. You lost in 2022 by somebody who was getting his name drug through the mud. Being called a QAnon conspiracy theory. It's being called a right-wing extremist being called, all sorts of crazy things. The people still voted for him, and he still won. He still beat you, Craig. I'm sorry. You are obviously a proven loser as well. And um, we have to be captured. Obviously, Nimrod, like, duh. Like, I'm glad that you figured that out, genius. And I am the only conservative fighter who can, who can win. What, what conservative values are you fighting for, Craig? Okay? From what I can tell, you are someone who fights for big business and more big government. You know, you can talk about less government all you want. You 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 tag along with Governor DeWine, you tag along with Frank LaRose and these low scum bag loser politicians and you literally you literally feed the people a bunch of nonsense. It's not happening anymore, Craig. You are not a conservative fighter. You're not even a conservative, I believe. You're like a hidden globalist and uh, you have an agenda you have a legacy, you have a dynasty, you want to be a politician, you want to be a career politician, and uh, we can't have that. We can't have that. We need somebody who's going to go to D.C. and dismember people. Not literally, but almost literally. We need people to be exposed. We need people to realize that the party system that Craig is approving of is not working anymore, and we need to break up these juggernauts. We need to take down these these freaking you know, uh, monopolies because it's a political monopoly it's basically monopolizing all of these you know small little 501c3s and you know uh, 501c4s excuse me and you know they're just politicizing everything and uh, they're taking over and it's about money too this is all about money craig spends a ton of money on golf too and it makes you wonder you know what's he get for getting that money it's a lot of money by the way And we've exposed in the past Craig's, um, you know, campaign. And uh, we're going to do a lot when it comes to his congressional race. Last year, I'd like to see a lot of where he's getting his money from. Um, But, you know, we're definitely going to keep fighting. But anyway, let's go ahead and look at the reply. And I'm sure you've read it if you see there. The reply here to uh, Wazinski. I entered the race because Jerry Majewski and Craig Riddle failed Republicans and couldn't get the job done. Their personal and political baggage are liabilities that Ohio Republicans cannot afford. It, Excuse me, can't afford it. We want to take back Ohio 9. Let's, see, let's go ahead and look a picture of this old boy. There's the old boy right there. I've seen this gentleman around. Definitely I've seen him around. But I don't like the, uh, I don't like the whole, uh, you know, go after JR thing, dude. <sighs> but we don't know him personally a ton. I'm sure there's a lot of things that we can learn about this gentleman here. I'm sure he's a lot better than Mr. Riedel. I can tell you that, dude. Riedel is just, oh my gosh. Everybody knows what I said about him in the first episode back. That guy's a jerk. He really is. Ugh such a jerk. Big know it all too. I mean big know it all. But anyway, uh we'd like to have this guy on the podcast. We haven't even had JR yet on, even though the guy's personal. I mean, come on, JR, we need you on. But um honestly, I'll, I'll go have this guy on, he'll be like, Alright, dude, now nah, now nah, you gotta have me on. Like, well, I told you, man, hit, hit hit the line. You can come on. But anyway, I'm glad we saw that. So, you know, that's where we're at with that and uh, you know, it's it's tough to uh see the gloves are off in Ohio 9 and we can't have we can't have nice things and we can't just be, you know, cordial and whatever, but dude, we're in tough times and yeah, and it's just time to freaking get nasty, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying like, you know, nasty as in like, you know, hurt anybody, but You know, don't be afraid to call somebody out. And that's another thing, too, in Republican primaries. It almost seems like we're so used to going through the Republican primaries and not, like, exposing people or talking about their negativities or talking about their bad things. And, you know, everybody can say, like, oh, Sam, you know, we want to hear about, like, what your candidate would do for our country or what, you know, what you guys would do to, you know, help solve problems. Well, obviously, we're going to give you that, but there's no reason why we can't talk about why this guy is totally in it for himself and he wouldn't do anything to help better your life. You know, there's nothing wrong with saying that. And, uh, you know, that's something Craig would do. And that's something that we're saying. You know, we're trying to get that out there to let people know that don't waste your time voting for somebody who's just going to go there and sell out to the highest bidder when he gets to D.C. Like I said, he's going to go sit on Kevin McCarthy's lap, like a lap dog that he is. And uh, it's also not not cool. And, you know, people should be upset about that. They really should. Um, but they also got to see it first. You know, obviously, I can say that people should be upset about it because I see it, but you, you know, you got to see it first. And, you know, that's how we're going to con- get the content out there. Maybe even interview with Craig Riedel. I mean, if you would ever do it, you know, if you would ever do it, I don't think he would. But, uh, we're definitely going to give it a shot. But anyway, uh, we're moving on to Frank LaRose, you know, this congressional race. We're probably going to talk about it a lot, honestly, because it's kind of hot in our area. And I think a lot of people need to understand that, um, you have a big deal coming up here when it comes to this race. But, you know, it is what it is. It's probably going to be the same as last year. It's going to be a tight race, and uh, uh, J.R. juice is going to be on top because Trump's going to come in and say, you know, this is our guy. You know, it's been our guy. He was the nominee. He's back in it, and, uh, you know, he's got the political capita. He's got the name recognition. I mean, J- or uh, Marcy Capra spent... You know, millions of dollars running ads on him, and now he's you know vindicated, and the truth is told. It is, it is. All right, moving on. When will Ohio Secretary of State Frank Rose announce for announce he's running for Senate? I have no idea. That's what we're talking about. It. If you know, make sure you email Samuel C. at gmail.com. We would love to talk about it, um, and love to spread that you know word out there. But I'm telling you, I'm telling. Like, you know, he's running, he's running, and he's literally going to be the next Jet Bush of Ohio. And, it, and it, it's sad that they're trying to build that dynasty, but, you know, it is what it is. Let's go ahead and move on to some things why Why we know Frank is, is running for uh, Senate, I guess, or why I think that, you know. So I build these illusions, right, and, uh, you know, you just kind of think it, talk about it, and maybe it'll come true. <laughs> no. But anyway, I mean, I think I think everybody gets what I was saying there. I mean, you just got to look at some of the stuff he's saying, okay? Um, you know, stopping here. Busy week traveling in the state, listening to constituents of Ohioans and talking to them about my vision of a stronger state and nation. All right. He has all the lists there. Talking. It's like he's campaigning, but he's not. And remember, he just won his election for Secretary of State, so he has four more years. Not until 2026 is when he would have to run again if he would ever want to run again. Um, but obviously, it almost seems like he's running for something else. And it sucks, too, because right now he's running, but he's not paying a dime in travel expenses. That's all your taxpayer-funded money. He's secretary of state. He's going to Lincoln Day dinners. He's going to, you know, meetups, uh, looking at businesses and whatnot. It's it's pretty absurd. I mean, right here, you know, he's at this construction business here. Look at him. Here he's at a Lincoln Day. Them things are toxic, especially when you're in Franklin County. Toxic, but anyway, what I wanted, what I really wanted to you know, bring up here was, was this right here. When I saw this tweet April 13th, I was like, and he's been doing it more too, by the way, he's been tweeting a lot more about voter fraud, but you know, here are a few of the facts you're ignoring. 80% requiring a photo ID, which would increase confidence and participation. 98% of Ohioans already use a photo ID to vote in person, and now they're free. And we're going to play this video here because this is, he's going to be talking all about it here, but not right now. But uh, the t- 2021 November election had 18 tied races, so every vote matters. Voter fraud is rare but still serious. So it's rare, okay? So it happens, but he'll go, go ahead and say, uh, voter fraud doesn't happen. Widespread voter fraud doesn't happen. I it's 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 like, ah, uh, you know where where do you draw the line at? You know, because if it happens a little bit, it's obviously happening a lot. And when you use voting machines to vote, obviously there's some problems here. But anyway, let's watch this video here of Mr. Frank LaRose. Uh, Ohio voter ID requirements are the strictest in the nation, and it's it's remember it's. A voter ID has some, of it to do, has some of it to do with the voter fraud, but it's not just that. There's other stuff at play here. There's, a, there's a, lots of other stuff at play, but let's go ahead and play this video. I'll give him the music. Damn, that's good. But it's such a tiny fraction of a percent. Voter fraud is exceedingly rare. When you hear people out there You're claiming that there's rampant, crazy. widespread voter fraud, it's just not true. Voter fraud is rare, but we work to keep it rare by enforcing the laws we have above. Cold as ice, that guy is cold as ice. If I want to tell you, because he's lying. You know, he's stone cold facing you, and he's lying to you about there's wi- there's no vi- wide widespread voter fraud. All right. So first off, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not if you're new to voting and you really don't like understand the uh, whatever happens behind the scenes when it comes to voting, but uh, you walk in there, right? So if you're, you're in Ohio and you're walking in to vote, they'll you know ask for your ID. Most likely, they'll scan it. And then they'll basically give you a little slip or something. And uh, see, I don't do it this way, so it's kind of I can't. I'm trying to remember, but um, because you can do it a different way in the state of Ohio. But they'll give you a little slip. I'm pretty sure you walk up to a machine, you put the slip in there, it'll spit out a slip. But you basically, you know, click the things on the machine, so it'll print out a slip. Your machines calculated the votes, whatever you voted for, spits out the split or slip, and then you take that slip and you put it in another machine, and then that machine tallies up for what you voted for or whatever. So I do it the other way. You ask requests for a paper ballot. They'll give you a big ballot. You, you know, write your things in there and you fill it out, whatever you turn, you basically put it into a machine as well, but it's the machines tabulating the votes, right? I mean, you can talk about Ohio having paper ballot all you want. Yes, that's good and grand, A lot of other states do as well, but you're using the machines behind it. We we want to get rid of the machines. We have the manpower. We have the resources. We obviously have the money to fund this stuff and to get people uh, to count the votes, you know, obviously by hand or humans doing it. You know what I mean? Because it's not that you can't trust technology, but obviously technology has flaws too. And technologies can be compromised and hacked. Frank LaRose also talks about you know there's no there's no way that any of these machines can be connected, connected to the internet but yet when you walk into some of these polling locations there's Wi-Fi available and other types of machines like these uh, these voting machines asking to connect to Wi-Fi and stuff like that it's been done before people have done it by done it people that I know have went in there and done it it's something that I always something that always crosses my mind or something I forget about. When I go to vote, obviously, if you listen listened to the podcast before, you've probably heard about some of the situations uh, about me voting. It almost seems like I get bombarded um, by a uh, lot of people that work at the Board of Elections that I go and vote for because they understand that I don't believe in our uh, elections. But yeah, I think it makes them so mad that I still go and vote. Like, obviously, it's my right to uh, believe that our elections aren't free and fair. But I'm still going to go vote because it's, you know, it's a duty of mine. And uh, you can't you can't complain. You can't. You know, get all pissed off about what's going on in the nation, and you know, not not vote. You know, that's just that's just absurd. But uh, but yeah, Frank Rose, he's he, he's total total globalist, total John McCain nephew, uncle, or uh, nephew, grandpa, whatever you want to call him. It, they have some type of connection there, and uh, Ronald McDaniel. I mean. This guy is literally a snake in the weeds. And it's crazy how many Ohioans he has uh, polled or um, fooled, but, you know, it is what it is. And you, you hope that Donald Trump wouldn't be fooled the second time around, um, you know, but, but we'll see. I mean, things are going to get very, very interesting, ladies and gentlemen, and I can't wait. Um, I'm very excited about it. Uh, because if Frank is running, that means he's open for business when it comes to questioning. And, uh, I don't think he wants any of it after the last altercation we had. And I'm going to tell you, um, we got to get that video up on here. Now that we have the screen sharing and you can actually watch his face and stuff like that because that crap is funny. Uh, Frank LaRose is a loser, but let's just remember not to vote for him. All righty. That was, uh. That looks like that was it for uh, for uh, everything on the show and we just gotta move our way to the verse today because it's so important ladies and gentlemen you we have no idea how great of a country we have and how great of a God we have we have to remember um, you know you can't take days for granted um, every day is a gift and I'm very thankful you know to uh, to have the ability to to sit here in front of the camera to talk to to be able to upload this stuff to the internet and to the, the web and um, you know I'm very thankful for everything that God's given me and I I think that you know it's very good to kind of just look back you know on what's going on in life and thank God for the things that you do have but um, you know it's very important to also read the book it's very very important to read the book of, of Christ Alrighty, for this comes. Excuse me. Alrighty, this comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter six, verse three, and they were calling to one another, "Holy, holy, holy, is the Lord Almighty." The whole earth is full of his glory. That comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter six, verse three. You know, like I said, it's very important to you know get your Bible out and and read the uh, read the book of God, get him closer to you. You know, I, I'm, you know, not saying that, you know, all your prayers will be answered, but, you know, it's very good to to uh, let him know that you're, you know, you're praying to him because that's, you know, that's one of the things that he likes. I, I believe he enjoys, you know, you coming to him and praying to him. And, uh, you know, you always got to worship and, and praise uh, Jesus Christ as much as you can in life because, again, you don't know when your last day is, and you don't know when the day, you don't know when your day is to come to meet that gentleman. And it's going to be a good one. You just got to remember that. Alrighty, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. I look forward to bringing you more news, content, interviews, and talk shows. If you haven't already, please check out our website, Um, We're on all types of platforms. You can catch me at Samuel C. McGuire, uh, all social media. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, True Social, Instagram, Getter, Telegram, Frank Social, TikTok. Remember, my email is samuelcmcguire at gmail.com. God bless every single one of you for listening. And, uh, you know, I really do look forward to the next episode. I really do. And also, we got a crazy interview coming Friday. Crazy interview Friday. So be ready. This is The Samuel McGuire Show on Red Future Radio. Peace out. Love (laughs) y'all.